Hello there, and welcome to Her Undiscovered Life, the podcast for women who want it all. The freedom, confidence, relationship, career, money, health, and happiness, and are on the journey of creating the vision you feel and see in your heart. My name is Crystal McKenzie. I am a former therapist and nurse practitioner turned life and success coach, yoga teacher, and online business owner, and my goal is to help you transform. Tune into the show for weekly episodes for inspiration, motivation, and the igniting of your soul so you can create a meaningful, authentic, and wildly successful life. We'll discuss mindset, manifestation, business, purpose, healing, love, and I'll offer you all the tools, tips, and tricks I know to help you up-level yourself now. So tune in and enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. In this week's episode, we are talking about self-love. Now, I know this is a term that gets thrown around a lot. And of course, we all want to love ourselves. But what does that really mean? What does that really look like? What does that really feel like? And is it just, you know, bubble baths and getting your nails done and taking yourself shopping? Well, no, it's definitely not just that. Those are certainly the more surface level self-love activities. And of course, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do those things because, you know, those are amazing things. But I want to talk to you about what it really means to love yourself and what that really requires, what that really entails, and what that can feel like. So just for context, I just got out of a a guided meditation. There is a place here in Naples, Florida, where you go in and you, you schedule an appointment. You go in for 30 minutes, and they have these private rooms where you lay on this hot lava rock bed, and they surround you with crystals and if you're not familiar with crystals crystals vibrate at a certain frequency and they can actually pull energy out of you and give you energy might be a little too woo woo for you but i imagine if you're listening to this podcast then you are on the spiritual side and if not you are interested in it so um and then they they give you some essential oils and put some headphones on and they shut the door so you're in there alone and then the room the top of the the ceiling actually has infrared lights and they change colors based off of what is being said in the meditation and the colors align with your chakra um depending on which one they're talking about at that any given time so i just got out of one and it was super potent and um i just while i was in there i I got the idea to just talk about self-love. So that's where that's coming from today. And by the way, if you don't meditate, I highly recommend it. You can start with guided meditations. There are all kinds on YouTube and um, Insight Timer is an amazing app for meditations. So anyway, back to the topic what is self-love what is it how do you know if you love yourself i think that it's easy to look at the simple things that we can do 
that make us think that, you know, we're practicing self-love. And, and truly, that's what it is. It's a practice. Nobody is perfect at self-love. It is a daily practice and sometimes a minute-by-minute practice. So how do you know that you're loving yourself? How do you know that you're practicing self-love? Well, the first thing is the way that you think about yourself. One of the most profound things that you can possibly do on your growth journey is become aware of the self-talk in your head. When you wake up to this, when you realize that there is a, a narrative in your head nonstop talking to you and how often it is talking to you like shit, it really changes your life and opens your eyes to like just the way that you treat yourself, the way that you talk to yourself. I remember that when I first realized that there was a narrative happening in my head and that I was not that narrative, you know, you are not your thoughts. Thoughts occur in your head, but you are not your thoughts. Thoughts are not facts. I realized this when I was, um, let's see, this was probably like, I don't know, nine years ago. And I was reading the book called, it's by Eckhart Tolle. Um, I can't remember which one. I want to say The Power of Now, or there's another book that he wrote. And I can't remember which one I was reading, but I was reading that book And I just kept reading it and kept reading it because it was just a lot to take in because I was new to that kind of um, ideas and, and language and perspective. And in that book, it's talking about how you have these thoughts in your head and that you aren't your thoughts and that you have to become an observer of your thoughts. And that concept to me was so foreign at the time. I was like, what? What do you mean be an observer of your thoughts? So I just kept like playing around with that idea, trying to understand what that really meant. And I remember being at the clinic. I was in nurse practitioner school and I was in the clinic room with a patient. And it it just clicked in for me right in that moment because I was the the patient was speaking to me and and I was watching myself listen to this person and I in that moment I was an observer of my thoughts while I was listening to somebody else share their thoughts and it was such a profound moment that I I just was like oh my gosh I get it and that is the moment that I became conscious, that I became aware, that I understood what consciousness was. And that's the moment I began unraveling from, you know, my, my programming and conditioning. And uh, it's been a journey. And this is, this is an ongoing journey. So I think that that is usually like the number one thing that that happens when people start their growth journey they realize what is actually going on in their head they they stop and they they become an observer like wow i just said the most nasty thing to myself 
I just thought of myself in such a negative way. I just spent the last hour beating myself up in my head. And when you realize that, that is when you then have the power to start shifting that. And that truly is self-love. It is self-love. When you look at those thoughts, when you look at the way you're speaking to yourself and you decide this is unacceptable, this is not okay. And the way that I think of this is the way that you're speaking to yourself, the way that you think about yourself, the way that you pressure yourself, would you do that to a child? Probably not. So that is a really good way to measure or assess the way that you are speaking to yourself and if it's actually like acceptable. Would I say this to a child that I love? Would I say this to my niece or my daughter or my little cousin or, you know, children that I work with or whatever little child you care about? Maybe even you think about it as your inner child. Would you say that to your inner child? No, no freaking way. So self-love is about becoming the observer of your thoughts. And this is a consistent practice, constantly checking in with yourself. How am I speaking to myself today? What am I thinking about myself today? That is true self-love. And this is the part that is not all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine. But that's the thing about self-love. I think that it gets portrayed as this simple thing that you do that are just like actions, little actions that you take. And that is, like I said, that is very surface level self-love. Self-love is about getting really deep and connected to yourself and transforming yourself from the inside out, transforming those thoughts, transforming the beliefs that you have about your worthiness and about being good enough, about your ability to achieve the goals and the dreams that you want and have the life that you really want. So I encourage you today to set a little timer on your phone. This is what I often have clients do. Set a little timer on your phone to go off three times a day. Even do that for the next week. And when that goes off, ask yourself, what have I been thinking about myself? How have I been talking to myself? And does it actually serve me? Because again, if you think of yourself as a little child and a parent let's just say, is speaking to that child in the way that you speak to yourself, how do you think that child would grow up? How do you think that they would thrive? They probably wouldn't. You know, if you were telling that child, you're not good enough, you're stupid, you messed up again, you're not capable of doing that. It's not the right time to go after your dreams. You're not going to make it. You're going to fail. Then they're, they're not going to get anywhere. They're going to have low self-esteem, self-doubt, and they're just going to live a very average life and probably a very miserable one, right? Because you're taking somebody out of their power when you speak to them like that. So how do you want to speak to yourself? What do you want to think about yourself? What are the things you would love for somebody else to say to you? Those are the things that you have to start practicing and saying to yourself, Okay, the second thing, 
for self-love is the ability or the willingness to go after what you want. Because if you're listening to this, I guarantee you have some wild dream in your heart. There is something that you really, really want. And maybe in your mind it feels crazy or unrealistic and super scary. And maybe you're not, you're not certain that you can make it happen. But there is something that you know that you really want. And it would just light yourself, light your little heart on fire if you made it happen. Well, self-love is becoming the person that you know you're meant to be. And when you become the person you know you're meant to be, you are living the life that you know was made for you. So when you hold yourself back, when you allow fear to stop you, to doubt yourself, to make you be somebody you're not, that is absolutely not self-love. If you are allowing your fears to control you, that isn't self-love. Self-love is about putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations and knowing that you're going to be okay, that you're going to have your own back no matter what happens. Self-love is saying to yourself, you know what? I am so freaking scared right now, but I've got my own back. I can trust myself. I can be resourceful. I can be resilient. And I'm going to put myself in those situations, in those rooms, in those relationships, in those environments that are really uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but I know they are going to push me out of my comfort zone and help me become a better person, help me achieve the things that I want, help me become a new version of myself. So this is the deeper the deeper self-love. And when you, I want you to think about it. When you meet somebody, have you ever met somebody that you just know that they, you can feel that they're confident and they really care about themselves? Have you ever met somebody like that? You can just feel their energy. It's like they just feel good about who they are. That energy is very magnetizing. It makes you want to be around them. It makes you very curious about them. Like, what is with this person? Why, why do they have such a good vibe or such good energy? You know, what, how, how do they like really love themselves like that? This is why. It's because they're doing this deeper work. They're not just saying, oh, I took a bubble bath and now I love myself. Oh, I got a pedicure and now I love myself. No. They got real with themselves. They looked themselves in the mirror. They got honest with how they were treating themselves. They got honest with what they were allowing fear to stop them from doing. And then they took the action day by day, moment by moment, and practiced. So imagine if you really loved yourself and you're like, I love myself so much. I really care about myself so much that I want to make my dreams come true, that I want to have the things that I really desire. 
that I want to live the life that I know is meant for me. That's how much I love myself. I am willing to go through the fire. I'm willing to walk through the fear. I am willing to walk forward even when I'm doubting every single step because I'm so scared. That is self-love. So how can you love yourself enough to go after the thing that you want today? What is one, one step that you could take towards your dreams and your goals? The third thing that I want to talk about today is probably one of the most difficult things and probably one, probably the thing that holds most people back. And that is the ability to let go of what is no longer serving you. This is the part of self-love that does often require heartbreak and pain and just a, a complete shift in your life and your reality. And we all want to avoid this part. But sometimes loving yourself means letting go of things that no longer serve you. Even when a part of you doesn't want to let go. So maybe that is a relationship, a romantic relationship that is not serving you. And maybe you're just now waking up to the fact that it never really was. You know, we can get into relationships that are built on trauma bonds and insecure attachments and codependency. And we can, you know, later wake up to the fact that this is not serving me anymore. And sometimes it's none of that. Sometimes you're in a relationship that it's just not aligned anymore. And maybe you outgrow it or maybe you're just growing in different directions. And honestly, that is one of the absolute hardest things that you can ever do in your life is let go of of someone that you love and you care about because you know that is the best thing for you or maybe for both of you. And you know, sometimes it it isn't that. Maybe it's just a really bad relationship that's unhealthy, that's toxic, and you know, maybe there's gaslighting going on or something that is really sucking your energy and your power. You have to have the the ability, the awareness and the self-love to let go. This could also include friendships. I have personally lost some very meaningful friendships along my growth journey. And it was incredibly painful. But they were not serving me anymore. They were holding me back. We were on different paths. And it was just really challenging. Maybe it is a job that is a toxic environment 
where you don't feel heard, you don't feel valued, you don't feel fairly compensated, you don't feel seen, and it just is sucking the life out of you. Maybe a part of you doesn't want to let go because it feels safe, it feels secure, it feels like it's the right thing for you to stay because maybe you don't see other options. But that is something that you have to do for yourself. You have to find the power in yourself to do the research, to trust that something better is going to come along. Because the more that you pressure yourself to fit into relationships, environments, jobs, situations that steal your power, that suck your energy, that just don't light you up anymore, the more you're going to stay in that energy. So loving yourself means making those big, scary changes, letting go even when it breaks your heart, even when it scares you, even when everything in you is like, oh my gosh, this is so scary. I don't feel stable. I don't feel safe. I don't feel like, you know, this is, this is a smart move, but you, you've got to, you've got to understand, like, is that really you talking or is that your fear? So do an inventory. Where in your life do you feel like not your best self? Around whom do you feel like you're not your best self? You know, who, who raises your vibe? Who lowers your vibe? Where do you feel your best? These are powerful questions to ask yourself because you can start to see where you actually do need to let go. Letting go, surrendering, are truly the biggest acts of power and self-love. So how can you love yourself today? How can you show up for yourself today? How can you choose to be your own biggest cheerleader and advocate and coach? Because despite what you see on social media and magazines, self-love is deep. It is profound and it is when you make the decision to put yourself first and to create the life that you really want to live. So I will leave you with that. I hope that you go and you take some actions or you sit and you do some journaling and you really think about this because you guys, life moves so fast. It's so easy to get busy or to let, you know, fear tell you, oh, I'll get to that next week or when this thing is taken care of. But life is so short. And I know that is cliche, but it is the truth. Do not get to a point in your life where you regret not taking risks, where you regret not taking action, where you regret and you wonder like, oh my gosh, what if I would have done that? So go and do that now. What if it all works out? What if everything you want can actually happen? Because it can, but you've got to do the self-love work and you can do it.
Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you really put this into action. And again, share this episode with someone who may need this, who maybe is going through a hard time or is really trying to up-level and build confidence or, yeah, just somebody that you care about, a woman you care about who could use some more self-love. And honestly, we all can. I will catch you guys on next week's episode. And I will see you then. Bye.